presentados por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Word on the Main Street podcast. I uh, am your host, the Wadhams Modams, the Word on the Main Street podcast, Man on the Main Street podcast, Sean Rapier. I would call myself Sean Solo since I'm by myself tonight, but that title is already taken by Sean Lords, a.k.a. Sean Solo. So you're probably wondering, first of all, why was the music so bad sounding at the beginning? It's because I played it into my microphone off of my iPhone uh, from an old episode of Word on the Main Street because I don't actually have the music. The bigger question you're probably wondering is what in the heck is going on? Where is Sean Lords? Where is Brian Lords? And what is happening? Well, Brian is out of town this week, so Sean was going to do a Sean Solo episode, which we all love. But when we were all talking and texting back and forth, uh, I volunteered to jump in. Actually, Brian suggested it originally. Brian said, why don't we have uh, you know a Sean and Sean episode? And I said, sure, love to. So tonight, we were supposed to record this episode when I get a text from Sean Solo that says, hey, my power's out, and it's late, it's like almost 10 o'clock right now, and uh, it's the night before the episode, so we weren't sure what to do to be able to record, so I volunteered to do a Wadhams Modhams, a Word on the Main Street, Man on the Main Street podcast takeover. So here I am, your host tonight, Sean Rapier. Was that confusing enough? All right, but we're so glad you're here. I am going to do my best. Uh, I've been on the show a few times. It's actually been a little bit, uh, been a little while, but I listen to the show every week. So uh, before we get into the episode, we want to thank our lovely sponsor. Absolutely, that's Getaway Today. Uh, Getaway Today is the perfect partner for you to plan your Southern California vacation. If you're looking to get down to Southern California, and I highly recommend it, especially getting down to Anaheim because the rules on masks are still a little bit looser in Anaheim than they are in Los Angeles. So I'll just put that out there, even though in the Disneyland park, you know, it's a little different, but, uh, but anyway, I digress. So basically we have a promo code, uh, please. And I hope that this is still the valid promo code. This is an old agenda I have from ages back. Uh, but basically the Promo code gets you $10 off any two-night or longer stay, uh, a Southern California travel package. You need to book the whole package. That uh, promo code is MainStreet10. That's MainStreet10. You can visit um, You can visit Getaway Today at their offices in Utah. You can also go to getawaytoday.com. Or you can call them at 1-855-GET-AWAY. That's 1-855-438-2929. And by the way, I am also in Utah, even though I'm in California. Feels like half the time of my life. I love Getaway today. They are an awesome, awesome uh, company to work with. All right, what else do the guys normally do? I guess I probably should have thought about this a little bit before uh, I started, but... um, Sean, I don't think, goes over all of the hours anymore, but look, you all have the internet. Go over the hours. If you want to know when Disneyland's open, go check it out. Same with closures. I didn't look at all that. 
Sorry about that. Uh, I don't know of any events or closures or whatever. Boy, this was an old one because uh, this old agenda I happened to have that Sean emailed me ages ago says that Snow White was going to be closed until spring of 2020. So, funny enough, the red car trolley was closed then, and it is closed now. So, you know, that's still going on. All right, uh, normally we would go over to Brian's Trivia Corner, and uh, I have a wonderful love-hate relationship with Disneyland Trivia. Uh, I'm not a smart man, and so I forget so many little things and uh, Brian loves it when I text him and I have the wrong answer, which is about 90% of the time. Oftentimes, I'm really close, but quite often, I'm just completely wrong. But I'm going to do a trivia question. So, uh, you know, uh, sorry to take your place here, Brian. I've, I'm in a corner also, but it's not Brian's trivia corner. We're just going to call it Word on the Main Street Trivia. Uh, if you know the answer to this question, please send it over to uh, Brian, uh, that's uh, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. You can send him the answer to this and see if you know it. And this is something I remember well. Now, I am quite a bit older than the Brothers Lords. I'm almost 50. And so I was already married when the Indiana Jones Adventure Uh, came out at Disneyland Park. And when you walk through the queue for Disneyland uh, Indiana Jones Adventure, you see all kinds of weird hieroglyphics that aren't any real language, um, but they spell out words. And they used to give you a decoder card when you would walk through. And that was so that, because in 1995, I don't think we had fast, oh, maybe we did have fast passes. But in any case, you would wait in line for Indiana Jones a good, you know, three hours, something like that. And so as you were walking through the caves there, uh, you could decode messages. Well, those cards were sponsored by a company. Who was the original sponsor for the Indiana Jones Adventure decoder cards? And, uh, you know, don't go looking on the internet. That's just cheap. Come on now. Uh, Be above board. If you think you know the answer, again, send it over to uh, Brian. That's uh, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of Sean, by the way, because I'll probably forget this later. If you want to get a hold of Sean, uh, you can drop him a line at Sean. That's S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. And you are welcome to send them comments saying, thank heavens that uh, Sean Rapier the Wadhams uh, Modems is not our weekly host. I'm doing my best, folks. That's all I can say here is that I am doing my best. All right, let's uh, move on to, oh, a couple of other things. That's right, Buy Me a Coffee. This was before Buy Me a Coffee was even, you know, a thing with these guys. So it's really Buy Me a Churro, but you have to go to buymeacoffee.com. You can search for Word on the Main Street and... Uh, you know, you can support with as little as, I think it's as little as a dollar. It is a monthly uh, subscription type of a thing, I think. I don't know that much about it, but go to, go check it out. You can learn all of the details at buymeacoffee.com and support these guys because we all know this is the best Disneyland podcast in the entire wilderness. So 
please go and support them. All right. So I'm here by myself. I'm going to sound like a raving lunatic, but I am still going to cover what uh, what Sean and I were going to cover anyway. I'm still going to cover those topics, and those topics are twofold. And uh, to help me go through it, the first one is that uh, I have been back to the parks since they reopened. I went uh, I went back to the parks. Oh, I think it was June. See, these are all things that I should have looked up before I sat down and just started recording. Um, Yes, June 19th. So uh, Disneyland reopened to those of us who are outside of the great state of California, which I don't think we've ever specifically said, but I'm actually from California. So I grew up in California, part of why I am such a big uh, Disneyland fan. But uh, I've lived in Utah now for many years. So um, here we are. So in June, on June 15th, the parks reopened uh, to those outside of California. And so very quickly, um, yeah, we decided we'd go. We actually went the very first weekend that it was open. And right now they are requiring masks once again inside the parks, inside buildings. You are not required to wear a mask when you are wandering around outside, but inside, yes, you do have to have one. So I have an office down in Southern California, which is why I'm down there so often, and I flew my son in to meet me, and that was pretty darn awesome. Uh, Let me pull up some of the pictures here to remind me of what we ended up doing. So basically... Let me run through the highlights of the trip, and I'm using my photos as a guide. So we made a reservation. We got there that morning, and I'll tell you, you know, it was my first time back in a year and a half. The excitement was absolutely palpable. We stayed at the Fairfield Inn, which is right across the street. That is a great hotel. Sometimes you can get a deal on it. Sometimes it's really expensive. I had Marriott points. I was able to cash them in. So it was a quick, uh, easy stay for us. But we got down there to the entrance to the parks, and oh my goodness, it was packed. There were so many people. Now, Sean and Brian are also part of a uh, podcast that I host that's called the Castle Collective, and we have a po- we have a a texting group that we all send each other stuff. And I sent the whole collective this picture of how crazy the crowds were, and everyone was like, "Holy cow! I can't believe it." Bryce Randall, who works for Disney, who's been back to the parks many times, he actually said, yeah, no worries, it's going to be quick. But I'm telling you, it was a long line. and uh, But it turned out it was really quick. And we were able to get through security. Security is so fast now. Now that you don't have to go through the full-blown metal detector, you kind of keep, you know, just walking. I don't know if it's a thermal sensor. I don't know. I have no idea how it works, but I'm glad that it does. So we were able to walk through, and uh, then we immediately went into California Adventure. And they didn't really do a rope drop, per se. They'd kind of just started letting people in. We were a little bit back, but the park was still pretty empty. Now, we've talked about this in the past. I am a man with a plan when I go to Disneyland. And uh, actually, that. That could be the title of my book, Disneyland, The Man, The Plan. Yes. Uh, So I really like to think it through. 
But I was sort of out of sorts that morning. Like, I was like, I don't even remember how to do this all. But we immediately turned right and went straight into Soren, and there was no line. And I got to say, walking into California Adventure, and by the way, I would have booked it so that we would have gone into Disneyland Park first and then into California Adventure. But uh, that's all that was available was going to California Adventure first. Walking in, oh, it felt like heaven. I didn't feel like crying like some people do, um, but I don't blame them either. But uh, it just felt so wonderful to be back and to walk in and the smells and the sights and the sounds. It was just incredible. Weather was great. Uh, Again, middle of June, it was just really nice. It was very sunny. I got a little bit sunburned, but really nice weekend. So we go on Soarin'. That was super fun. Soarin', one of my favorite rides, and and boom, we were off. So it was really, really fun. Uh, I should go back because at 7 o'clock that morning, something really important that happened is 7 o'clock is when they do the first ticket drop for... Um, this the Spider-Man attraction, the new Spider-Man ride. And I wanted so badly to go on that. And I was telling my son, I was like, we got to get it. So at seven o'clock in the morning, he wasn't even up yet. I went out on our balcony and, uh, or in the hall out in front, the open air hall and just, oh, I was refreshing it. I'm ready. I'm ready. And we didn't get it. We did not get a boarding group for Web Slingers. Oh, I was so bummed, but whatever. Uh, there, we knew there was a noon one. So we went on, we went on Soarin'. We, we then hurried over to Pixar Pier. We went on the Incredicoaster, uh, which it was my son's first time since it had turned over to the Incredicoaster. So Keaton loved it. Um, and then all of a sudden I realized... Duh, we did not go over to uh, Radiator Racers. Duh, that's the first thing you do. Rookie mistake. And uh, so I went and checked the app, and sure enough, it was up to more than two hours already. No fast passes right now, you know, and at the time, single rider line wasn't even open, so that wasn't even an option for us. But we decided just to go and enjoy the day. We wandered around a little bit. We went on a whole bunch of attractions. We went on darn near everything. Actually, I totally forgot. When we first walked in, uh, we walked in wanting to get into uh, Marvel Land, I'll call it. But what's it actually called? Avengers Campus. We wanted to go, and we thought we could go down Buena Vista Street and go around and go past Guardians and in. No, no, no. We wondered why the street was so empty. That's why it was so empty. You can't go that way. And then by the time we had gotten over there, there was a huge line. We weren't going to stand in line and just to see Avengers Campus. And besides, some people had told us that later on in the day, you can just go in. And that turned out to be true. So we did a whole bunch of rides. Man, I got to tell you, it felt so good to be back at California Adventure. And man, we hit it. We hit it hard. We did just about everything. Then we were coming up on noon, which was the next drop for uh, Web Slingers. We went and got lunch. And I got to say, over in California Adventure on the far end, kind of over by, uh, it's it's kind of over by Goofy Sky School over there. Uh, You know, they have that pizza place. 
And then they have a place that kind of rotates through dishes. Well, they had banh mi, Vietnamese sandwiches, which is such a favorite of mine. They had pork. They also had pork belly uh, tacos and all kinds of just really good looking food. So we ordered a bunch. Tiny. Tiny. I don't mind paying 10 bucks for a sandwich. Tiny. Had a little bit of a problem, but the flavor was fantastic. So, you know, that happens. Um, but, uh, yeah, in fact, I've got photos of the, we had, we ordered two banh mi's and two tacos and the tacos were, were pretty good. They're street tacos, but the banh mi for eight bucks or whatever, you just expect a little more, but the flavor was fantastic on the pork belly. All right. So, uh, we went in, uh, and talked to a cast member and at about 1130, I said, look, this second drop is happening at noon. How do we get a boarding group? And he said, hey, if you are on, he said, what kind of phone do you have? So I don't know if this only is iPhone or if it's exactly the same with Android. I assume it is. But he said, here's the tip. The iPhone is set to the exact same time as Disneyland time. So literally at 11.59.59, as it turns over to noon, so does the Disneyland clock and it opens up. And he said, do you have a watch, like an Apple watch, that's paired to your phone? Well, I have a Casio G-Shock, but it's a smart watch. And my G-Shock was exactly paced to my phone and I could see it to the second. He said, watch your watch right as it flips over, do a quick refresh and it'll pop right up. Just be sure you nail it and get right on time with it. And so sure enough, we did. And as soon as I saw, put everyone in your boarding group, I just, yes, 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 yes. And we got it. Web Slingers, uh, we were in group 102. And at the time they were boarding uh, groups 62 to 77. It said we had about an hour and a 40 minute wait uh, to go on to Web Slingers. It we could not have been more excited. What was really fun was, you know, we were sitting at those tables over there, and there were quite a few people. And right about 11.58, it got very, very quiet, very quiet. And all of a sudden, at like noon, we erupt and high-five each other. We got it. But then we heard all these tables, like, erupting. Hey, we got it! Yay! And then, unfortunately, a few people going, crap, we didn't get it again! So we felt really bad for them. That was really too bad. But we were excited. Um, yeah, so we went over to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. We rode that, which was so fun. And then it was our time to go into Avengers Campus. Now, I am not super Marvel guy. I'm, again, almost 50 years old. I'm the old school guy. I like, like, I consider The Little Mermaid to be new Disney. How's that, huh? So, uh, you know, because I grew up with, you know, the classics with Pinocchio and with Dumbo and all those, um, even though, yes, those did come out before my time. I was born in 1972. So shut up. All right. So I am not super Marvel guy, but I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I really enjoy the Iron Man movies, but, you know, it's not my favorite thing in the world. So I didn't have big expectations. So at that time we had our pass, but uh, and it was pretty much open. You could walk in and we walked in and they were doing the Spider-Man stunt show. And, you know, it's just an open area. It's not a show you have to go to. You're just standing there right where you walk in. We walked in and like within 
less than 10 minutes, like seven or eight minutes, boom, there he was. And I've heard people say that his parkour is not amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's not parkour like you would watch on a YouTube video of amazing parkour, but he does a nice job. He jumps over some boxes and stuff. And But then they they shoot the robotic. I hope I'm not spoiling that for anyone. But they shoot the robotic uh, Spider-Man through the air. It is spectacular. I didn't expect anything out of it. I thought it would be fine, whatever. We'll go watch it because it's there. It was incredible. I mean, everyone erupted and started cheering. Super cool. Uh, It wasn't quite time for our boarding group yet, but we knew we were close. So we wandered around Avengers Campus. Oh, I am much more of a Marvel fan now because of Avengers Campus. It is so cool. It is so immersive. And one of the things I love is that they have the Avengers just rolling around, just hanging out. So I we we shot photos. You know, they have the big headquarters building. A lot there's always a character up there. So we saw Black Panther up there. We saw uh, Iron Man down at the bottom and he was saying hi to kids and to people. Uh we saw Captain America and he was really funny. He kept flexing and kind of putting up a fist, like ready to fight, uh, just super cool. And he actually up on the uh, main headquarters building posed, you know, up above uh, my son, which was really cool. Um, And then there's a whole, there's just a whole bunch of really cool stuff to see in Avengers Campus. And so we, we did all of that and then came our time to go on uh, Web Slingers. Okay, I was a little bit critical of Web Slingers before I went on it. And I did admit, I don't know anything about it. Maybe it's great, maybe it's not. Last time I went to Universal Studios, which granted it's been, I don't know, four or five years, I was shocked by how many motion coasters there are and how many just put on your 3D glasses you know, it's like enough of the 3D stuff, you know, can we get back to, again, I sound like, (laughs) can you kids get off my lawn? Uh, That's what I sound like. I know. But I I was like, really? We are, and it's a game. So we already have Toy Story, uh, Woody's Roundup. Do we really have to do all this? And I wasn't so sure. And so we, we got in line. I have to say the line, a little disappointing to me. I mean, I know they didn't have a ton of space, But in 2021, you just kind of expect the line to be a little more interesting. But it was fine. It was good. Then we got inside. The pre-show is hilarious. It's awesome. And then when we got on, it was just me and my son. And otherwise, you know, it it seats four, I believe four across. Uh, But all the other groups were like three, four, five people, whatever. And so we got our own car. It was just me and my son in the middle. And it is amazing. I have to eat my words. It is so intense and so high pressure. And it's what when I was a kid, um, and I was playing in Starcade, all my, you know, spending dollar after dollar on Dragon's Lair, but playing all the video games, I could not have imagined a video game so cool. And that's how I try to explain uh, Spider-Man Web Slingers to people is you are living a video game. And it's not just a flat screen that's 3D like it is at uh, at the Toy Story attraction, which I love, by the way. I love the Toy Story attraction. 
But this is so impactful and so exciting. My heart was pounding. I'm into it. My son's into it. We walked off. They hit a home run. It was fantastic. The other thing I really loved about uh, being back at Disneyland, while they still had some COVID things, like not everything was open, and you had to do mobile order for most of the restaurants, there were a lot of COVID-y things. It wasn't a constant reminder that COVID's going on. They did a really good job of making you feel pretty normal. So at that point, we had done, you know, most of the attractions. And then, yes, this might sound ridiculous from me, you know, the 50-year-old man again. uh, I saw Mickey Mouse, and I could not have been more excited. And Mickey Mouse was wearing his uh, kind of pants and suspender like he's a newsboy out of the kind of his newsies. Since we didn't have a red car trolley, we at least had Mickey Mouse in his kind of newsies gear. I was able to take some pictures. And they've done a nice job. You know, they roped off the fountain area and had characters around there so that you could be distanced. But you could take some pictures. And uh, it was really, really just awesome. And then it was finally time to go to uh, Cars Land, to go to Radiator Racers. And fortunately, we waited because the line had gone... We'd watched it go from like two hours up to three hours, and then by the time we went over there, it was 45 minutes. Now, mind you, in June, the crowds were still being restricted quite a bit, and so it was it was busy. We had some 25, 30, 40-minute lines, but uh, glad that we did not wait the three hours, and oh, man, did we have a good time on Radiator Racers. Love that attraction. Uh, one of the other cool things, there were... A lot of characters that I don't remember normally seeing, and, and they don't really stop for people. They'll walk to a place, but I have the best shot of my son with Clarabelle, and Clarabelle's walking by and waving, and it's pretty cool because my son Keaton is actually wearing his Steamboat Willie baseball cap, so it's it's sweet. I love Clarabelle, but to get to see some of those characters like Horace and Clarabelle, I've got another picture of my son with Horace and and with Pluto. Just super cool. Um, As of, I think it was 2 o'clock that we were allowed to go across over to Disneyland. We did buy park hoppers for both days. So we went across and went to Disneyland Park. And I'm telling you, if you are a true Disneyland aficionado, I guess if you're not a Disneyland fan, why the heck are you listening to this? Uh, Anyway, keep listening, but you got to ask yourself some of these questions. But when you get to the sign, here you leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. Does it give you chills? It gives me chills. And I mentally kind of leave that world of today. And uh, and I'm just so happy to be in there. Now, it was after 2 o'clock, so, you know, the park was pretty busy. So we kind of just wandered around. We went over. And what's nice is we had already gone on uh, just about everything at California Adventure. I mean, we really did. We did pretty much everything. And then maybe we didn't get over till about 4 o'clock, over to, it's probably 4 o'clock by the time we got to Disneyland Park. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but we took it easy. It was really sunny and bright. I bought a Mickey Mouse visor because it was just very hot outside. Uh, but we went on the Mark Twain And there's something about when you can peacefully just kind of chill out at Disneyland. Riding the Mark Twain was awesome. And then, of course, we didn't have passes 
you know, we didn't have a boarding group for uh, Rise of the Resistance because we hadn't been into the park yet for during the 12 o'clock drop. But uh, Keaton had not seen Rise of the Resistance here. He's been to the one at Disney World. My son has. Uh, we did that in December. But he had never been to the one at Disneyland. So we went. We wandered around. Then, all right, this was a little frustrating. A little bit. But uh, I get it, I guess. So we, we decided we wanted beignets. And we'd go up and order a bag of beignets and get a mint julep. So I walk up to order and they said, uh, what's your mobile order number? And there was nobody in line. And they said, what's your mobile order number? I said, I don't have a mobile order. And they said, oh, you need to place a mobile order. And I said, well, I'm here though. Can I just order it from you? No, we're doing mobile orders. Okay, so I can't just order it from you and get one now? No, sir. The wait is about three hours. <laughs> what? All right. So I got out the app. I And by the way, I love mobile ordering. By and large, mobile ordering is awesome. But... Uh, so I did, I went ahead, did mobile ordering, and uh, we we got some beignets later on that evening. Um, one thing uh, I don't think I mentioned is when we went uh, to uh, dinner, of all the funny things, you know, we'd had this kind of uh, light lunch, and we knew we were going to have beignets in the evening. So for dinner, we kind of agreed that we didn't want to wait very long. We just wanted something quick and easy. So we actually headed over to the Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe, which we just don't eat there much. It's just not part of our routine. But we had Joel Wallen on during the Castle Collective, and he was talking about how they eat there almost every time. And to me, that's more of a place that you go pick up treats, you know. Uh, but we went in, and we ordered a roast beef sandwich, and I love a good sandwich. And this, opposite of the banh mi's we had, this was a huge sandwich. Roast beef and smoked cheddar on a hoagie roll. And they had this aioli on it. It was a whole grain mustard aioli. My gosh, that sandwich has quickly become a favorite for me and my son. So anyway, we wandered around. We hit a whole bunch of attractions uh, while we were at Disneyland Park, which was so fun. And just the nature of it, because it wasn't overly crowded, you know, it was just kind of, it was just kind of perfect, you know, it, it just, we were able to go on just about everything. Matterhorn was closed, a little bit of a bummer. So then we get to the end of the night, and Space Mountain was running about 40 minutes, something like that. It had been over an hour most of the day, and we said, let's do it, we're on it. So we went on Space Mountain as our closer. I got a great picture in front of Starcade, which I understand they're kind of reopening with video games at some point. I hope so. I spent my youth just wasting away in Starcade. Love that place. But we went on Space Mountain all around. Just great day. We shut the place down. So the next morning, get up and we're starting at Disneyland that day. And then we could go over to California Adventure and I got up, and at 7 o'clock in the morning, I did the little trick with the watch, with the refresh, with the, the whole nine yards. Boom. Now, mind you, we jumped on it. I mean jumped on it. First thing right away, we were in group 100. <laughs> I mean, how crazy is that, to be in boarding group 100? I don't know how many people are in a boarding group, but we got it for Rise of the Resistance. And so... We were super excited uh, to, and, and again, 
my son had been on it in Florida, but never here. And I had never been on it here. So I wanted to see if there was a difference. We took a bunch of photos with characters. There were a bunch of characters hanging out. Eeyore was out walking around. Super fun. And then we hit Rise of the Resistance. I'll tell you, it's funny because like I said, we did it in December at uh, Disney World Florida. It still blew my mind how awesome it was. It was just super cool. And then came one of the highlights of the trip. And we just kind of, we had hit so much the day before. Like we hit it super hard that this was a great day to kind of take our time and just enjoy rides. And then came Alice in Wonderland. I love Alice in Wonderland so much. It is my favorite attraction in all the Disney parks. So super fun. We went on, uh, we did everything. We did uh, the Tarzan Treehouse. Oh, and then we decided to go into the Tiki Room. And as we're walking up to the Tiki Room, who do we see but everybody's favorite cast member, Maynard! Oh, if you ever get to see Maynard, he is so fun. So we posed for a bunch of pictures together and he was just as good as ever. We love Maynard. And then we went to go, we wanted to finish our day at Splash Mountain. This was our last day there. We only did two days. And so we go to do uh, Splash Mountain and it was closed and they weren't sure if it was going to open before the end of the night. And sure enough, it opened, we jammed in and we were able to get in. Now, we got off of Splash Mountain uh, and it was still a few minutes before the park closed. And Keaton said, why don't we hit Haunted Mansion one more time? Awesome. Now, this is a true highlight of a, a trip. And by the way, I got this tip. I had never thought of it before Sean Lords. Sean Solo is the one who told me uh, about trying to, to do this. So we go walking up. I mean, it's literally like three minutes to park close, four minutes to park close, whatever. And we walked up to the cast member and I said, hey, is there any way that we can get our own stretching room? Is there any way that's possible? If not, that's cool. And he goes, dude, absolutely. No problem. You got your own stretching room. Now, mind you, uh, they were running the stretching rooms, but um, they were, uh, they only had one of them running. Uh, so it was literally the, the stretching room would, would stretch, the doors would open, and then would have to completely reset for the other people. So we waited in that room for a long time, and we kept thinking, oh, we can hear people outside, you know, we're not going to get our own space. But he just kept smiling at us and nodding. Well, then another employee came out. And he goes, hey, I'm going to send these guys out here in. And the guy who was in the room with us said, nope, these guys are going alone. And the other guy was like, what are you talking about? You can't send them alone. And he goes, I will get those other people in here after them. I don't know why he was so cool to us, but man, was he cool. Next thing you know, the doors close. It's just me and my son, Keaton, in the stretching room by ourselves, which was amazing. And then I think even better that hallway, when you are walking by yourself down that hallway, and I have great photos uh, with all of the changing pictures and everything, there is something so special about not having a soul around us. We were able to walk through. We got in. Uh, we decided to do separate doom buggies so we'd have the true alone experience. 
and that entire attraction, we never saw another living soul. Mind you, living, because maybe we were among the dead. But it was so creepy and so cool to get that experience with, with just me and my son in separate cars. We kept turning to each other in the cars going, can you believe this? Isn't this amazing? And it was. It was truly awesome. And then we left and we kind of just meandered. I always enjoy kind of wandering around the park at night and just kind of seeing how long it takes before they start asking us to leave. And uh, we ended up walking out through the castle, through the castle, by the partner statues, down Main Street. And it was a phenomenal weekend. So for those of you who have not had the opportunity to go back yet, Disneyland is still there. It is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? It is just an awesome place. Uh, So that's much deeper of a trip report than I would have given if Sean was on. I was going to share some of my thoughts on the annual pass program, but my gosh, I've already taken... If you are still listening to this, you deserve some kind of prize or a medal. I don't know. You deserve something because I can't believe you're still tuned in now more than a half hour later. But that's my trip report, and we'll talk about annual passes another time. As a reminder, I've been an annual pass holder for like more than 10 years now, and so I have some definite thoughts, but we'll save that for another time. And uh, I think that wraps it up. So that was that was the full trip report. If you enjoy this, you can uh, you can go check us out in the Castle Collective, which is another podcast we do. We we are very infrequent with that. Sometimes we skip a month. Just whenever we all feel like getting together, that's when we record. But you can find the Castle Collective on Instagram or Facebook, and it's available wherever you find your good podcasts. Well, folks, thanks so much for hanging out with me tonight. I appreciate it. Rest assured, Sean and Brian will be back next week with a good episode. (laughs) All the stuff that you expect. I know they would love it if you would uh, leave them a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. But thanks so much for joining me. It was fun to relive the memories. And let's all get back to the Disneyland parks. So on behalf of Word on the Main Street, I am the Wadhams Modams, the Word on the Main Street, Man on the Main Street. Until next time, bye-bye.